0: So I, I've been working on this video idea, I started it, and it's like, I don't want to s- spoil not that I spoil whatever, but um, you know Macaulay Culkin and Richie Rich? Okay. Do you know the amount of fucking, like, ridiculous correspondences in Richie Rich with fucking Donald Trump? And the way that they talk with the president in the movie and everything. It's, it's. I've never seen the movie. Dude, if you want to fucking have a a sync gasm, dude, fucking watch Richie Rich with Macaulay Culkin. And then, (laughs) uh, and then cross reference it with Macaulay Culkin in um, uh, (coughs) the New York one, um, Home Alone 2, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with the Twin Towers, followed by him meeting Donald Trump him giving him directions or whatever. There's a whole fucking series of things there. But yeah, I was like, um, it's going off on that. And fucking wonder woman is Diana and the significance of those specific things. 1984 is the name of the new wonder woman movie. So it's like wonder woman, 1984. And I'm like, wait, what? You're like going with the fucking the thing that immediately calls up Orwell for people when they hear. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and then Diana being Nemi being Diana's Diana's mirror, the lake where the original source of the fucking golden Bough ritual in according to Fraser, at least you know. Correct. Yeah, what?
1: yeah. I, that's a fascinating. Like the whole like marketing choice around that is, hey, we're not making a sequel. We're making, you know, it's like it's just like I, I get that they're trying to. I think DC has a different strategy. They're losing the sort of cinematic war with Marvel or whatever. So they're trying some different things, but this whole idea of it's in the '80s, right? But as you say, it's not just '80s nostalgia. '84 is let's very be
0: specific, right? Yeah. And so uh, the actress. W like WW,
1: class. which I, we see that and we automatically think World War.
0: Right. Immediately. Like, WW yeah. World War. W- and one or
1: WW two, and this is like WW eighty four, like World War eighty four. Right. 84.
0: So there was all this controversy with that actress because she was not just supportive mm-hmm. of Israel, she's emphasized herself apparently that you know that she's she's supporting, you know, the, the whole game the whole fucking she's uh uh you know like people want jerusalem to be the fucking you know capital you yeah, know yeah, yeah it's like this, yeah, she's, the like,
1: she's a like, zionist she's like a modern zionist
0: that's the prophecy you're like you know the whole thing that, about israel is that it's not like the it's not doing what the rest of the world does it's not participating in all that and so you're like you're literally becoming it and once the capital is that you're like dude you look what are you trying to do you try to bring about the end times. So you got the woman who's super supportive of that side of all of that. It's one thing you talk about Israel. I love Israel, you know, and Israelis are, are fine. Uh, but that I, 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 you know, it's not just about me taking issues. It's about the fucking sheer symbolism of that, you know, of her taking this position, playing this part, Diana, you know what I mean? Here we, here we, here we go, you know? And like, I, this is the thing It's like the resonance between the Jubilee, and the pulling of the golden bow. when you know as soon as that branch gets pulled, that's the king's power. He's already done because it's that's the, that's the way it goes down, you know, like symbolically by him doing that. And so what are the instances where we've seen this? And in both cases, it seems to be totally unconscious, which makes it so much more poignant. Uh, when you have that kid who climbed the Trump Tower with suction cups and made it fucking um, 21 stories, the fool climbs fucking 21 stories and it gets pulled in, you know? Remember when that happened?
1: Say that one more time.
0: There was a kid who fucking said, his only explanation was that he wanted to get the attention of Donald Trump. He didn't know what to say, but he just wanted his attention. And he fucking took suction cups and climbed up the side of the Trump Tower in 2016, made it 21 s- floors before getting pulled in the window.
1: Mm, okay, okay. I do remember so, this now, Yeah,
0: And so, him doing that that is the equivalent of Philippe Petit, who I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Guillaume is going to, you know, uh, shrug. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, when he put that wire between the two towers and walked across, mm-hmm. he took the symbol of Joaquin and Boaz. He took the symbol of the power of the other God, and he was like, "Look, I across it. Here's somebody from France too. So you're like the Statue of Liberty. You know what I'm saying? Like here, here it is. And it's like it's not. It's not. It's somebody from the lower classes." Here in the symbol of power of the trade, you know, trade like don't trade in the temple fucking whip you turn over the temple of the money changers, you know, but here we have the temple and the trade and he's going to do that. And like both those actions are these unconscious actions, but they are the equivalent of the pulling of the bow. So it's like, okay, you're going to kill everyone who would would be, you know, the challenger of the king. And you're like, here he is, you know, it's like Bernie Sanders you know who knows right
1: right
0: heart attack guns exist i'm just saying
1: so i spoke to andras uh, a week or so ago uh, and he said this this sentence to me that was really interesting he said you know the the rate the mortality rate for people of a certain age let's say it's one out of every 10 or two out of every 10 elderly people would die from this. He said, so if you take Joe Biden and Elizabeth Warren and Nancy Pelosi and Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump and all these people that are well over 65, he said, if you just count 10 of these People at the top of our conversation, right. if they all live through this, then they have a serum. <laughs> and I just laughing so hard. Ooh,
0: that's it's good. Like,
1: yeah, he's like, if those people, he's like, statistically, one of them
0: should die. So if like, <laughs> we get through this and they
1: all fucking make it,
0: <laughs> what's the what's the Jack Parsons show? Uh, oh, uh, strange Dark angel, strange, strange angel, strange angel.
1: I think, yeah. So, uh, so I've never just seen like, it. Never, just seen
0: like it. with fucking Jason Schwartzman with you, dude. I cannot watch fucking Strange Angel without fucking seeing Andy Schmushkin the whole time.
1: Oh, really? That's funny. I've well, never watched fucking the time,
0: and the, I can't help but think I'm like, dude, Andras would have done this so much better.
1: That's so <laughs> funny. That would have been. That would be a great, like, like, yeah, it's make a mega Jack Parsons show
0: not that I would necessarily equate uh uh andros with uh with Jack Parsons but Andy Schmushkin maybe
1: <laughs> but yeah i don't know um this is i'm just I was looking at this wonder woman 1984 wikipedia page trying to see if there was any reason given why it's set there right um
0: because of Orwell. I'm looking at your fucking wheel this whole time and I'm just like, dude, Rota, the tarot, the royal mm-hmm, boat, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the wheel. And it's a really interesting thing to, to meditate on looking at this particular image that you're sharing with me.
1: Oh, I love this image. Yeah. Because this is for, uh... it's also I... the, yeah,
0: the four. That's really something. Because you're like, okay, we're, we're like the seasonal you know, like we're imitating the seasons. We're not just imitating, we're aligning with it.
1: Uh That can't be,
0: that can't be understated. Cause when you're talking about magic, that's a big misconception. When people think people are doing things, no, you're directing things that do like they do what they do. And you, you, you basically like, if you have like a stream and you're like, well, let's rearrange the rocks differently so that the stream goes in a different, you know, formation. Right. It's like, you know what I'm saying? And that's like making blockages you're 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 straining something in different ways in order to do that and so when you do that you're that's why like when you when you work magic you can end up with depleted reserves in different ways because not just reserves like you know like um like what how you you know you relate to your body like if you do a bunch of coke or something you have no more stamina not like that necessarily but that you're 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 drawing from something to do something else and when you twist it that way, not to say that that's all magic is, but that's what the left hand path is, which just means the left pillar. It means, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a direction of energy. And that's, that's, uh, but there are two sides of the same thing. And yeah, listen, yeah. when you say "yakin and Boaz, it's a paradox, you know, because yeah. you're saying established in strength. So the established is the right, and then the in strength is the left. But when you say in strength, you're pointing back at the right, because really the two are one.
1: Yeah,
0: it's the same thing as if you say love is the law love under will because when people hear that it's it they it Immediately go to like if something's under oh, whatever's above it is is more powerful But really what's below it is where the real power is So The foundation of the other thing and so that works the same way as as right and left hemisphere The right is the foundation of the left and it itself has a foundation in the center which isn't really a foundation. It's just, uh, you know, the source of the thing, you know? Right. But
1: if, uh, and Boaz is established in strength, established <coughs> in Oz, established in 77.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: I don't know that like that 77 is so. I don't know. Full yeah. circle. I mean, pumpkin you know, and Julia. <laughs> it's just really, it's really in there. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Well, I guess this, it's like they
0: are the sevens are the lightning flash, also, right? Right. Well, it's that impossible leap from from Bina to Chesed. Mm-hmm. and to I mean, that, even
1: just like the character, like drawing the character of the seven. <laughs> oh, of well, the seven. Another, the place, yeah. Like, like, if you were to take a pen right now and write out seven and seven? You're you're making the flash.
0: Mm-hmm. Totally. That's, yeah. Yeah. David Bowie. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So, what was it that uh, Space Oddity was played during the Apollo Eleven launch? On the uh, did it come out just before that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so that was on television when people were watching the launch. They fucking played played that shit. Is that right? Or was it Apollo yeah. Eleven? Or was it a different? Okay. Yeah.
1: And then uh,
0: it's it's one of the Apollo launches. I don't remember which. Dude, I got into a conversation at a bar with a guy who's like eighty. Mm-hmm. Who would, who would, um, it wasn't Jet Propulsion's labs, but it was one of the the people with NASA that was building all the spaceship. And he worked throughout the whole space race except for Apollo 11. He like was like, you could list them off. And, uh, I, I talked to this guy for the longest time, but at one point I was like, okay, I gotta ask you something. And I mean, no disrespect, you know, because I'm not here, I'm gonna sit here and say we never went to the moon. That's not me. Just so you know. And I'm like, I'm like, and I have this real sense that, and I was like looking at the Jay Widener. Is that his name? Yeah. Um, I was like, I was like, a lot of that footage, I, I, it seems to be um, fake uh, studio shit, you know, where they slowed down the footage and all this, thing, you know, and I tell them this. And I'm like, and there's a lot you can argue on that side. And the guy goes, I can tell you for a fact that this mission and this mission i can't remember but it was like two space missions that he said i know that they they had a whole pr team and they shot footage that didn't take place in space and i saw that that happened like he was like i know for a fact that they did fake things and so i wouldn't put it past him even for the big one i was like no shit and he was like yeah but we went but you know we had we had to give the public something and uh you know it doesn't mean that there's no footage in space. It just means that, you know, uh we we had something to give to the to the people. And so that would also explain why like why astronauts would get so pissed if you they get accused of never going to the moon if you did something, but you weren't allowed to show the full everything, you know?
1: Oh, sure, yeah.
0: You're like, fuck you, I'll punch you in the face. Who is that? <laughs> Which one? Did, didn't someone punch somebody? It was well, like I think Buzz that, Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin, yeah. Son of a bitch.
1: Isn't Buzz Aldrin also tell with the monolith on Phobos?
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, so, I think
1: so. Alright, I just sent you a 24 second video. We should
0: go boldly where man has not gone before. Fly by the comets, visit asteroids, visit the moon of Mars. There's a monolith there, a very unusual structure on this little potato-shaped object that that goes around Mars once in seven hours. When people find out about that, they're going to say, who put that there? Who put that there? We feel it was was intentionally buried. Isn't that a crazy little thing for him to say yeah I've seen that before and that's a great fucking clip yeah I'm just like there's all of this stuff like I want to I want to do like an expose on all the like is um, it like all the times where people played Donald Trump in dystopian futures and how like there's like a that you can just go through them all and there's like a story that just like tells itself like if you look at super mario brothers with fucking Bob that was interesting cuz yeah
1: Dennis is, Hopper we, Dennis Hopper is Donald Trump in that yeah
0: he is and then fucking obviously biff tannen in um back to the mm-hmm. future 2 uh but yeah there's like there's this figure and it's not even him it's a fucking cartoon character it's like when people portray Hunter S. thompson you know where yeah. you're like he he got pissed so they want to turn him into a cartoon mm. But it's like, you know, like, when you, like, things like when you turn the head of Donald Duck upside down and you get Donald Trump, you've seen that. Oh, yeah, I've seen that, for sure. And, like, I mean, I don't, I'm like, I don't think that that's just, like, (laughs) that goes deep, dude. It really goes deep. It goes super deep. And you look at Jay Coates' old comic book cycle videos. Oh, here's something I cut.
1: Sorry. Here's something I cut out of um, the video. Uh, Just before the um, Obama Lion King weekend, so like April 29th, 2011, shortly before that, Donald Trump was on Saturday Night Live. Yes. And he's doing this whole like birth, I don't know, they're playing with some sort of birth thing. And he's like, does a whole dance routine. Yeah, I've seen it. Is a duck egg yeah now so not is he is he like the birthing but he's a fucking duck oh maybe the chicken i don't fucking know yeah the,
0: so what was the okay so this <laughs> is a time tie back to the fucking stock market crash not what we're experiencing now but the what was i have to look this up again dude i got it somewhere and fucking this is why this is why i hope that facebook actually stays around as fucked up as everything you know there's like that thing that happened with the with the stock market crash where it's like seven hundred and seventy-seven days and fucking seventy-seven whatever. Do you remember all the sevens with the stock market? It yeah. crashed seven, 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 oh, seven yeah. points, seven, 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 some days from, from Donald Trump's election or some shit. Do you remember do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Yes. Yeah, so, uh, I sorry. It looks like is it actually from two thousand four? Okay, so my apologies. So, I think this is like some sort of like fried chicken or something, maybe?
0: Yeah, he does a commercial.
1: Okay, yeah. It's not so a duck, it's, is it? It's not a duck. It's a chicken. <laughs> it's
0: a chicken. Oh, well.
1: And I think this
0: what is...
1: What came first? It looks like this is 2004, So this you know, is funny,
0: because a, ch- a chicken and egg question is a lot of what we're talking about. Because you're like, everything seems geared in this direction. to like It seems so orchestrated. But then you have to question if it's like, which side of the, of the Scott Onstott continuum is it on? Is it on the fucking measurement of the structure and the building? Or is it the goddamn continent?
1: Right, right. What's up? I don't know. Right. That's a great question. And when he does the thing where it's like, "Well, it's who made the landmass?" Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. How far does the does the influence go?
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Let's
1: <laughs> As, yeah, <laughs> I was just gonna say. Hey, I, this might be a good breaking point for me.
0: Yeah, it might be. I'm about to go like Barak and all Barak. Do you remember what that is? No. I was surprised you didn't put this in your video. I mean, I guess you didn't want to go in a Kabbalistic direction, but um, there's this, the, like, so if you spell Barak in Hebrew. Uh, As it, a lightning? Or... It's the lightning. Yeah, yeah. If you put an olive on the front of it. Mm-hmm. It becomes the Hebrew word for serious, the star oh. serious. Okay. Okay. If you have uh, met, which is Hebrew for death, mm-hmm. and you add an aleph, you get um, the Hebrew word for uh, truth. And mm-hmm. so that's what you write on the head wait, of the yeah, column?
1: Yeah, right in the column. Yeah, say, 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 say that sentence, go back, because I was really talking about this a few days ago. I was trying to remember right. if it was death. Yeah, I remember it was, yeah, is it so, life or, so, or
0: truth? Uh, truth.
1: Right, okay. So
0: if, you, yeah, if it's... Um, it's
1: death and truth, correct? Yeah, so
0: it's the joke with Met Life Insurance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you're like, get met, you'll pay. Or no, <laughs> get met, it pays or whatever. You used to use Snoopy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which always reminded me of Full Metal Jacket or whatever. But um, that, uh, yeah, so if you, if you if you have the, you're creating the golem, you write um, Ahmet, and then you remove the Aleph, which is the life breath, and then it becomes death. Is, uh, so it goes from truth to death. But then if you do, if you look at Barak, and you, so if you had Ah Barak, you have Sirius. If you remove the Aleph, you have lightning.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So consider that totally. the tree yeah. of life being the tree of life. As you create, like, if you create a golem, what we're talking about, because the distinction with a golem is like, you're not making, you know, like the computer isn't a, isn't a real golem. It's a cathodic version of a golem because it's a, it's us mimicking the creation act. So it does, it ends up being this other thing that does not going to do what we want the creative thing to do. That's sublimation. So like, if you, if you actually have like a child, you're creating something, you know? If you were actually to generate a golem, if that was a real thing. And that's why in the original script proposals, screenplay proposals for the movie AI, which I read in the um, in the Kubrick archives at Elephant and Castle, I had to get a full fucking pat down and I had to put on, I had to put on gloves. I couldn't wear a jacket. I couldn't use a pencil. I couldn't take pictures, but I went through and I took notes from the fucking AI proposal and it was, first of all, the artificial intelligence is using our internet histories to uh, basically go after um, Wall Street people and uh, uh, CEOs and politicians first. So they do it and pro- they prioritize it where they take people's DNA and they do a custom hell based on their Internet histories. And so that was the original idea of AI. Um, but in the text, I, I wrote it out, like word for word. He he's, makes a distinction with what they're doing with the AI being distinct from the Gollum. So they're like, it's not like the golem, and then he describes how you made a golem, and even I believe it even says the uh, Ahmet Met thing in there too. I have to check wow, it. okay. It's in the script. After me and Patrick and pro- you like went off on this shit, Yeah, because not... I
1: always th- I always thought this was with uh, Hal,
0: right? Exactly. Yeah, and we're, so we're a, FYI, yes. when this was presented to uh, Kubrick, and you can read Kubrick's reactions to everything in, in handwriting to this uh, screenplay proposal, and uh, it's called Foxtrot, actually, uh, for whatever reason I don't know. Uh, but uh, there's a couple different writers who did two different writers who did screenplay proposals for the movie, and um, uh, in there, when it, yeah, it makes it makes that distinction so that you know. That literally what I'm saying, that when they create the the uh, the A.I., it is not like they did with the Gollum. And then we get to deal with that (laughs) because that's why it's going to end up turning on everybody and using their Internet histories after they fucking died to generate their own. It's so it's basically the book of revelations, essentially. But the character of David in there, they say in the screenplay, in the proposal, that it's David for the House of David, and that he's the Robo-Christ. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: which, which is the, the fucking clothodic, it's the Antichrist, but it's the robo it's the other. Si- it's the other side. And so, the Citra akra And so, yeah, it's just, it's, it's fucking bizarre, dude. Well, um, uh... But I, oh, but the thing to kind of back... Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Uh...
1: Okay, so Robo Christ. So, do you know what the Chiro is? Mm hmm.
0: The cross? I, well, yeah, yeah, it's like the X and P. Yes, of course. Oh. Is, it's supposedly came from the Caduceus, actually.
1: Yeah. It's a Hermione. So, um. Pax. So, there's something about like Chiro as christ and Mm. then ro 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 christ robo christ
0: robo christ was actually in kubrick's handwriting Uh in the thing that's where i got that right And i was like whoa dude fucking he just said it um but um yeah i wanted to tie that back to what the fuck oh yeah so barack and Abarak, you're looking at three pillars right center mm-hmm. pillar is associated with Sirius. So, you know, the stairway, um, the, uh, the rainbow road to Oz, the night Disney mm-hmm. thing, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 1954, four, nine eleven. Disney produced the, the, the Disney wizard of Oz where the, the lion has turned evil. And they do the birthday cake scene, the birthday cake thing with the three, three burning candles at mm-hmm. the top. And they fucking mm-hmm. hile as they're going up the cake.
1: Yeah. It's a fucking weird one.
0: Yeah. That's in one of the better sections of sorry, Cassandra. I, I, put a bunch of images all around it to showing what is symbolically related to what. And so like when the line comes up, I like come in with the fucking, um, the, the strength card and then showing Ozma as the high priestess or maybe as the Empress, whatever I have. To, oh yeah. The high priestess. And then Dorothy is the, as the, um, as the Empress. But, uh, anyway, uh, <sighs> the, the first emanation from Ketur is Olive, right? So you have the Fool, and so you're like, it, what, what? What? In regards to the lightning flash, because you're like Barak, lightning is coming from Sirius, but you're removing the Olive to make it mean lightning. So the Life Breath has been removed from the thing to get this, and so that becomes my question: Is this speaking to the conundrum of the the cleat boat through the diagonal pathways extending through gavora meeting the lightning flash and then restraining it and then that's the thing with barack and Barack. it's and so then barack what barack obama becomes as like we put all the hope and then the letdown because no it's not that because it's something that we're making not something that we created does that mm-hmm. it's super hard to explain that but does that make sense no
1: totally i get that
0: I and mean, what politics is, is a duality projected on a polarity That we're relating to as though it was a polarity And then because it's a duality, it's, it's mind-made It's not mind-created And so it's going to be fundamentally flawed Ancient people knew that And so they had safeguards to deal with the corruption that would ensue And then we're celebrating doing the opposite Anyway
1: So I just want to say to that and note I mean, so it's like the All right, so I rewatched uh Wicker Man recently, and there's a few things there. one is um the the particular thing is that just before they sacrifice him, they make him wash his hands,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so he's virtuously pure, and I couldn't help but think about the fucking like corona like everything is like wash your hands, wash yeah. your hands, wash, wash your hands, hands. Like,
0: that's a good one.
1: Um, i was like oh god that's that one like fucking gave me fucking made me nauseous it's like yeah and i can't help but think of that shit without terms of like ritual sacrifice but um uh but here's the thing so at the end the cop says hey man you know if uh if what happens when your crops are still don't grow next year and he's like, you're going to have to kill your high priest, right? He's trying to get back aboard of Summer Isle. And he's like, motherfucker, you're going down when your shit doesn't grow next time. But uh, there was something in that scene of thinking of this in terms now of the wasteland, thinking in terms of this, these plagues, these, this sort of apocalyptic uh, energetic that's around our current moment. And thinking about like, what if, <laughs> Not like what? it's almost like they refuse to do the actual ceremony. Right. And by trying to play this off as bad theater, they fucked up the ritual and now they really have to like... Do, does one of the big guys have to go to satisfy the ritual? Yes. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Like yes.
0: Yeah, I get what you're saying completely.
1: Uh, otherwise, you're, you know, where we're we're, we're, head, we're like this this idea of what we're experiencing right now, this sort of pestilence. This really speaks to me of the like the crop of blight do you know what I mean it's it's this, this very similar sort of um
0: the scapegoat is is traditionally guilty and it was with the advent of christianity that he became innocent and mm-hmm. so yeah, the the well, people when we look at scapegoat in the golden bowl you're like well you know everything they're like this is a willed this is a willing sacrifice and so mm-hmm. this is where it gets into basketball because of the where basketball comes from from the mayan game
1: uh huh uh uh-huh. so, oh dude, uh, sorry. Yeah, uh, hold, hold that thought, hold that thought, I'm sorry. Like, literally, literally, Yeah, keep talking about basketball. I found something today in an old file, and I'm gonna see if I can, if I can...
0: Yeah. So, I'm just saying, you know, it was this big deal when they realized that it wasn't the loser getting sacrificed, it's the winner gets his head cut off. And the way it's visually represented with the snake's leaving through the neck uh-huh. and so people are striving to be the sacrifice. It's a re- relationship to, you know, to the circle of life. That's we would net. We th- We would never dare think that way today. And we see them as like the most fucking primitive, archaic, whatever. And it's like, you know, we, th- th- what will the fuck? Like we, I don't know. I question, <laughs> their uh, their awareness on that, what are we looking at
1: all right, so I found this image. I was looking for something like some twenty old twenty twelve material Mm-hmm. and just talking about hey it says in twelve, you get this like alignment of planets with the center of the galaxy
0: blah 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 right okay, dude this... it's so weird that that looks like it says over it looks like it says over chicken ity <laughs> it does look like it says that yeah oh, it' chin. chin, chin. Oh, Chichita. I've heard that before. Yeah, that's the that's where the Pyramid of the Sun is. The Planet Pyramids.
1: Well, this is where the um, yeah, the, the so like at certain times of the year, this light rises up the staircase like a. Oh, serpent the snake! Cross. So
0: you can see the snake with the yeah. It's the solstice. Yeah.
1: Well, no. According to this, it takes sixty days for the serpent to. Fully we climb the stairs from March 21st to May 20th. Oh, shit. So that's what I'm saying. This, I just found this image. I have I have not uh, verified this. Right, right. Um,
0: what you're seeing with some... Hmm. Yeah. It Where? says, oh, Quetzalcoatl
1: for... Manifestation, March 21st of every era. Okay. And then the Zenith... Oh, going back to the Zenith what I was talking about before, what do we... Um, on May twentieth, the zenith has the sun and Poiades conjunct directly over the temple.
0: So that's okay, a, so first sunrise in snake a, in, rises, a, in, a, in tomo- tomorrow
1: right? And this and this is the day that I was. Uh, I just put that thing up about the tower uh, and March, and I, and I realized. Um, so here's the thing. I got to meet Jordan Barty and uh, I was in New York and um, I was visiting like I, I basically it was like a really quick trip. I had to go visit my mom for her birthday before I left. I got to see Jordan Barty. We met up, just had a, a cup of coffee or whatever. Um, and uh, I'm so jelly. And I was I mean, it was a short visit, but it was really exciting. It was like maybe I got to say like an hour and a half with them or something.
0: Yeah, Zach met up with them, too. But yeah, um,
1: and it was really, really cool. And I get all excited by this hour and a half conversation with Jordan and then I get on the bus and I fall asleep. And I literally wake up and post that shit on Facebook and fall back asleep. And then like later, like when you're I wake up and I'm like half asleep and I'm like responding to your comments and like uh, this I don't mean this as like adding any weight to anything, but I none of this was like a really Fully formed thought, mm-hmm. but it feels more p- personally poignant because of that. Like, I literally hyped my mind up for this sink wheels and then passed out, and like, this is what it came up with. <laughs> um, but uh, I think we had discussed, I, I maybe you and I hadn't discussed this, but I was definitely wrote about this before. If you take you remember what the old uh, gators people used to call the Wii 3 spinner? Do you know what that is? Yes. Right? So I realized that if um, Mars is the Roman god, Ares is the Greek version. And it's spelled sure. differently, but if you, if you take that M and turn it, just turn it on its side to the E, you get Aries. Mars, Ares. What else can you make with that? You can make arms, which are like weapons. Mm-hmm. arms you can make wars <laughs> you know I guess a
0: path that's splitting into two there are two roads you can go by but in the wrong, long run there's still time to change the roads you're on by the way Aries corresponds to the Emperor Mars corresponds to the Tower in the Saudi star switch those are grouped next to each other which is also a fish hook and a mouth
1: precisely yes so it's because the Emperor and the Tower are they're not one in the same but they are right so um, it's again. It's the same way. Why the the wasteland the, that the pestilence well, on the wasteland yes. in 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 um, all the the stories of the Fisher King is that the whole kingdom is sick, and the king is also sick. And it's the idea that the the sickness of the land is, so, is, yeah. is the, the health of the is
0: king thing. is is completely tied to the health correct of the
1: correct. So. Um, you know this is more poignant than ever uh with what we're experiencing right now and there's um sorry there was something I was going to say go go ahead what you're going to say I I lost my train of thought
0: uh yeah in order for the emperor to be there he has to leave the empress and then you have this repeated story like we could relate this with the Romayana right where you have the um where uh you have ram and sita where is ram looking for sita in the ramayana he's looking in the in the heart of man is literally how it translates the jungle where he can't find her you know Mm -hmm. but there's this whole thing i sent baruch a message he's looking he's looking for a reference to where where specifically in the Zora you can find this but it's a it's a really emphasized point about the two faces looking at each other and sadi when you're looking at the letter sadi which is also, by the way, the the like the beginning of like Zionism or Zion, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's actually Zion. Even though there's like the letter Zion, letter Zion doesn't show up in the word Zion, you <laughs> know? <it's like, laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, Z-A-Y-I-N. Yeah, they relate it as these two faces looking at each other, and they say the faces have been turned away from one another. When you do the Saudi Star Switch, you're taking the Hay that would be the emperor, which would be a window. And removing that away from, from its counterpart, from its other archetype, like the, like the face of the empress would be facing the emperor. And so because he's switching it with Saudi, it's it fits in with this whole description of Zohar. And so part of the prophecy of the grand jubilee, the big jubilee, where all the slaves are, are released and all the debt is forgiven, uh, you know, that they're waiting for, they relate that, that that's when the two faces are brought back together to look at each other again. And so when you then take, you know, and so you can also see they say this is just our orientation. This is why I'm saying I have to emphasize to people when you're looking at, oh, Crowley did this thing. Oh, it's magic. No, not magic like you normally think of magic. It's actually articulating what our orientation actually is and how we gravitate as we are with the assumptions we have around what constitutes strength and everything follows. And so when you you remove the two archetypes, Everything has this different, you know. It it, ha- it 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 um it doesn't have the same generation behind it because the emanated flow gets constricted. They related to like a wine contain, like uh, those containers for wine where you squeeze them. You know, it's like a wine funnel. And they're like well, that's literally that- what I'm sending. I just send you a picture of
1: that. Each of the two faces facing each other is the classic sort of illusion of. Is it two faces or is it the chalice?
0: Right, or like Publis Enigma. Yeah. You know, the um, um, the division bell. And why is the division bell called the division bell? Because in Parliament, the division bell is what alerts you to vote. So when it's time to vote, they set off the division bell, and everyone runs to vote. If you're deaf, <clears throat> you don't hear the division bell. And so there's a there's a, uh, pairing that I did years ago that I just put up not too long ago uh, with the division bell and Children of a Lesser God. Film about deaf people, the whole thing has sign language all the way through it, so it has this really profound effect. But anyway, yeah, it's a it's um, Polis Enigma is the origin of the phenomenon that we see as QAnon. Did I tell you this Mm. the last conversation we had about that?
1: I believe so. If you want to put on record, you're more than welcome
0: to. Well, it's just it was my introduction to the internet. So I very first started using the Internet and I was looking up all this stuff from people's, you know, Dark Side of the Moon, The Wizard of Oz. But then there was, there was message boards, you know, long before social media or whatever. People were just discussing this thing. And it was like, I know that this happened in 1995 because it was when, within a year of when it happened. So I'm like, OK, so I've been on this trip with that since 1995. I'm like, that's fucking weird. But anyway, it was uh, somebody who called themselves Publis Enigma and they were talking all cryptically. And with total fucking confidence, you know, whatever. And people were obviously doing what they do now, which is just challenging the person and being like, whatever, dude, fucking whatever. And he was like, here's how you'll know I'm for real. And he described this whole thing. like Publis Enigma, Bright Lights, you know. The, he said, I can't remember specifically what it was, but it was like right after he said this, there was a Pink Floyd concert. And they, the people put Publis Enigma across the whole stage. So people were looking up and it's Paulus Enigma moving across the thing. And so I was like, holy shit, this guy's for real. And he's talking about something, the uh, something encoded into um, the division bell. And so, you know, it gave it this whole mystical quality, and it was just but it was just somebody on the internet. And now with Q and on, it's like, how do we know it's authentic? Well, you'll see this thing happen, and then you'll know. And so people get all excited when they when he predicts something and something actually takes place, and he's like, This is the real thing behind that and people buy it because how else if he's going to be able to do to predict this and this what he's saying that all means must mean something and so that's a very um smart way strategically to uh direct the herd because people get it because it imbues it with esoteric significance and people tend to be drawn to that as though you know here now i'm waking up to something oh did you take the red pill you know what i mean <laughs> you know um by the way, that's the most fucking profound subliminal sleight-of-hand shit that everyone watches that's scene in The Matrix, and nobody catches the um, the impossible uh, thing that takes place there. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Is that the... the um, when um, Neil gets
0: handed the red... The, the
1: red pill. pill and blue pill, yeah.
0: Yeah. So if you look in the glasses of Morpheus, when Neil reaches out, He's reaching um with his right hand. And then when it cuts to the other angle, he's holding out his left hand to take the pill. It goes back to uh,
1: who was that? Um did the Oh god. It's False flag Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Totally. Exactly. Matt Polver, Matt Polver. I couldn't think of his name. Is that his name? I can't. I'm, yeah, we interviewed him. That was great. Um, but, uh, yeah, same principle where you flip the, the image, you know. But in this case, the fact that it's a reflection in the glasses and the way that, like, if you put your hand up to the mirror, your right hand is going to touch the right hand in the mirror. Right is right. Left is left. This is how it's explained in the Zohar, our relationship to the Kabbalistic tree, which is if it wasn't for me getting like having like a weird fucking moment, maybe sleep deprivation or everything combined, but it was when the moment that we were doing the walkthrough in Olympia with the Kabbalistic tree and Andras flipped it in his explanation, which apparently is how it is in his book. If that didn't happen, like that sent me in a whole different, like it changed my relationship to Kabbalah because something didn't fit. And because it didn't fit, it allowed me to, to contemplate in a way I, I otherwise would never have
1: sure. it charged
0: it. Cause I was like, no, right means right. Left means left. How does this, how do I? am I relating to this, to this tree? You know? And that then relates to the, the, to the red pill, blue pill, Joaquin Boaz, right. He's reaching with the right. You see it with the, with the left, you know, and the reflection is with the right with his actual hand is with the left. But you see his right hand reaching for his right hand. So, that, you know, <laughs> it's bizarre how that works. It's kind of a mindfuck.
1: Uh, I also, I've heard Baruch talk
0: about... Uh... Oh, Ketter having two right sides? Two
1: right sides, yeah. Sorry, yeah. thank
0: you. Yeah. So that's the thing. When we're relating to the lightning flash, what are we really talking about? Because it's not... It's, it's the nature of when you only have one continuum thing... But we're relating to everything through that That there's a divide. Just like in our brains, we relate to it that there's a divide between the right and the left. You know, you probably saw the uh, my Stroke of Insight TED Talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. You know, when she pulls out the brain and then she sh- shows you that the corpus callosum is where they connect or whatever. And then that gives you the significance of the pineal and the pituitary and all of that. But anyway, it's like we're relating to something as though there's this divide when really they're together and that's just goes into everything. You know, I mean, I my, my feeling is like the focus that people have on gender identity and all these kind of things. It's like, you know, for ancient people, it wasn't such so difficult because they didn't use to snip the nib. There's a lot more hermaphrodites, some different whatever, you know? Um, but the, the, the fact that people are so hung up on that, I see as totally symptomatic, uh, not just hung up on, but why that's a focus, you know, um, is like, uh, a sublimation of this this cognitive dissonance that comes about when you're relating to opposites because we're projecting opposites as opposition when really they're all part of this continuum and so like that was true long before prince turned himself into a symbol or you know um that that there's that this is you know been this way but when we like want to externalize an internal truth It doesn't work the same, just in the same way that our brain still has this division, though it's also united. And so it's like external, trying to reconcile something that should be reconciled on an internal level, but then as an aversion, trying to externalize it in order to, like, you're trying to make a change from the outside in. And that's a lot what we see in politics when we talk about, like, reform. We're going to reform, this reform, this reform. And it's like, no, if you want a fundamental change, that has to happen. From the the more etheric side of the emanation, you can't make the change on the dense side and expect that to change the the etheric side, because things emanate from etheric to gross, from subtle to gross, and so it's all backwards. And so that's basically what we're doing is we're coming against that duality, and that's what it it takes ultimately for the thing to break down, for something for something else to be born out of it. But we're, we're, we're basically coming up against how the specific ways in which we're unevolved and we're seeing that displayed as it is an externalization in the same way that we might wear like external armor to like character, ar- character armor has this externalization in actual armor. So like in the same way that guns are a sublimation of the phallus, you know, we take, Oh, remind, sorry. Uh, over. I reminded me of uh, that detail I was trying to remember from before. Um, you
1: said that Met M E T in Hebrew is
0: death. Well, M E T in Hebrew, but yeah, it probably is just Mem Tet. I don't know if it's Tav. I think it's Tet. I don't know. But yes, death. Yes, but it's Met because um,
1: in uh, so in New York there is a museum called the Met, right? And that is where. Uh, the Temple of Dender is located. That's right across the street from Jackie Onassis's apartment. She had moved oh, over. Oh,
0: that's right.
1: And met. So met has, is an Egyptian word meaning phallus, and like basically like procreation. Uh, it's the creative. It's the generative force. Of the the mask of the, phallic, you know, the the phallic symbol as uh,
0: a creative force you know where that they, board, how that probably happened then I bet you is um, you know with uh, with raw when you say raw in Hebrew it's like evil okay and so you have like a reaction to the Egyptian culture you see it sometimes it will show up in Hebrew there's examples of that where they'll do a play on something that they're coming from.
1: Interesting. Okay, right. It's so a it's a it's a commentary on the again the opp
0: the opposition there with the uh, that. Ba- Baruch will actually a- a- acknowledge, which a lot <laughs> most rabbis wouldn't, that when you're looking at Kabbalah, you could be looking at stuff of Egyptian origin. But the difference is, is that like with Baruch, he would you know, you, and myself, you'd have to qualify that you know this isn't no one owns this just like you could look at like the seed of life with the with the six lobes you know no this doesn't belong to a culture this is geometry or this is what it is and so it's not like anyone really owns these systems that's why there shouldn't be a problem with people sharing in symbol sets because symbols are symbols you know what i mean like this isn't you know it's different when you get into like the grafting that happens from like greek to rome to the you know, the, like you were saying earlier, Aries and Mars, yeah. you know, that's a little different. Um, but yeah, there's definitely yeah, definitely cases of of uh, continuations on an idea or twists on it, where then sometimes it's reactionary.
1: That's really interesting. Yeah, I just the, I, I just like the idea that this this word met having this other meaning for me. It was. Uh, Definitely, meet def- definitely significant. just in my own research. Um, yeah.
0: You know that. Uh, so, so thirteen is the unnamed arcana originally in Marseille yeah. Tarot that became death. But like you know, it's the like the thirteenth letter like, of the co- uh, yeah, like M is the Sharon corner. Tate's film career is mm-hmm. bookended by w- w- her first movie, *Eye of the Devil*, which at the at the beginning of the movie will say "Eye of the Devil," at the end of the movie it'll say thirteen. And it was released under both titles there's posters from the time titled 13 with you know all the people uh, uh the david niven was actually um ian fleming's original conception of 007 which is why in um casino royale they had him as the real 007 while the other guy's the parody of him you know he shows up it's very similar in setup actually to eye of the devil but anyway her first film had the title 13. Her last film had the title 12 plus 1, alternatively titled 13 Chairs. They made posters for both. So in both cases, you have two working titles. And in both cases, one is 13. The other one is 12 plus 1. That's the two films bookending her entire film career. Um, the Doors' final album was titled 13. Most people would say that Doors' final album is L.A. Woman, but the last album before Jim Morrison died that he approved was the first, uh, I don't know if Weird Scenes Inside the Goldmine um, was actually approved by him, but I know that if it was, both were. So whatever the case. So that album 13 had, is a recreation of the first Doors album where it's like dark and you see their faces or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, this one's light. So it's the same setup, but it's light, and uh, Jim Morrison is walking away from the doors. It titled, so you look at the front, it says 13, That's all it says, with that image, in the same formation as the first album. And then if you flip the album over, you have a stone bust of Aleister Crowley with Jim Morrison's hands folded in prayer above his head with the other doors standing around him with ferns as well. There's ferns. But it's like, what the hell? Like, how, Like, in both those cases, it's like, that makes it look so ritualistic because you're like, how do you have this like both 13 and 12 plus one? And like, also like you've seen eye of the devil.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Have you seen eye of the devil?
1: I I don't know if I've seen, I'm thinking of, uh, uh, 13. I mean, uh, God, sorry. I'm spacing here. Uh, you, when you first said it, I was, my mind went to something else. What is, um, sharon tate and dave bowman um cured away uh cured away uh, and sharon tate in a movie called full circle
0: no you're talking about this um, close mia Farrow and cure delay in oh, yeah, full circle the Haunting of julia yeah. which is ha- okay child. that's
1: the other name haunting of julia i knew it had two names Haunting of Julia in full circle. So you're saying Eye of the Devil in third. Right,
0: and then that's the whole thing with the song Julia and the White Album and then Rosemary's mm-hmm. baby with the impregnation scene if you align them, you know. Um, but, uh, oh, man, fucking... Uh, so the, the iconic photo of Abbey Road was taken within 24 hours of Sharon Tate's death. She died on a zebra rug. They're crossing a zebra crossing. Uh, if you play, if you start Abbey Road, this, the second that Sharon Tate's... Name disappears in the opening credits to Eye of the Devil. The two sync up dramatically. Uh, Eye of the Devil, alternatively titled 13, is the closest depiction of the ritualistic killing of the king described in the Golden Bough that I've ever seen, more so than fucking the Wicker Man, more so than fucking anything.
1: Interesting.
0: And Sharon Tate is like the uh, sorceress.
1: Mm-hmm. And they
0: do the rituals with a do- with a dove that's all around the arrow. There, like, I think the book that it came from was called "Day of the Arrow," and it's about huh yeah.
1: So, what do you make of so the fact? Wait, wait. What do you make of the fact that this movie, this um, "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood,"
0: yes. You know, when she goes into the bookstore and sees the um, the Horace. Statue and pets it. But anyway, I'm sorry.
1: Uh, This movie, which just won all these awards and all this whatever. Yeah. Makes a point of essentially it's resurrecting Sharon Tate. Yes. It's rewriting history where she lives. And originally I didn't pay the movie much attention as far as like, well, okay, that's a gimmicky idea, or whatever. But now thinking of it in terms, in these terms, it, it sure seems like that plays into it that that character, this the the virgin sacrifice is now reborn. Yeah. Yes. In the year of the Jubilee.
0: Yeah, it's huge. And so, you know, uh, that was the film that I decided to show when I did the thing um, with Michael Allen in, in L.A., uh, was um, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with uh, Lana Del Rey's album Norman Fucking Rockwell with the volume turned up in between all the vocals. And so she she, re- she reenacts the thing in there. So she's in the music video for one of the songs on that album, she's the fucking attack of the 50-foot woman. And uh, they're doing it. She steps out of a screen at a drive in theater that's remarkably similar to the one in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where Brad Pitt lives Mm -hmm. shot in the same way. It's fucking weird. But uh, she wanted I found this out after I paired them that she asked Quentin Tarantino about doing the soundtrack to the movie. And he said that he only wanted music that was from 1969 or before. You'd have no new music. Um, but it looks like she did the soundtrack anyway, cause that's what fucking happens. And that's the thing. It's crazy. Um, but, uh, oh, there's a, there's a thing in there where at the end of the album, it's somebody speaking and he, he's saying, how do I know that you're real? And he's like, are you real? If I wake up and the song is gone, you know, were you real? But he has these pauses in between him saying that. And if you turn up the... So it does two rounds. So the second... It works both times. It's insane. But this, the, I got a gasp from the few people that were in there in that moment. Um, but at the end, it's... You know, when they're they're walking up to the house on Celio Drive. And uh, he, uh, uh, he asks a question. He, he says, can I ask a question? And so... If you turn up the volume in between the pause of him saying, I want, I want to ask a question. And then he's, it says, and then the album goes, if if I wake up and this isn't here, do I know that you're real? And so what does uh, Brad Pitt say when he walks in the fucking room after that? He says, are you real? Because he's high on acid. And the guy hmm. goes, I'm as real as a donut, motherfucker. And like, I'm like, dude, he just f- said the same thing. Are you real?
1: Yeah. yeah same
0: yeah. way that it says it in the album. It's so ridiculous. But anyway, you, you get the idea. There's shit all the way through. All the vocals in between. Like, some of, the, some of the ones where you I do that, I can't, I'm astonished at how well it maintains itself. I'm like, because it's one thing for something to sync up and for things to be super suggestive or whatever to move with scene changes and music changes, but when it's like answers your thing, it's like a crazy fucking synchwing confirmation, you know? Oh yeah. Hey, so
1: I doubt you watch this. I, there's a, um, uh, I want to say it was 1971's uh, this quasi avant garde film called uh, uh, Black Moon. You ever, you ever hear that? Soon? I don't know if I have oh wait a minute,
0: yes, yeah, it's the one where uh, the, they do the thing with the, um, they do a ritual on the moon, don't they? What is it?
1: There's oh, a cross, no.
0: there's a crucifix on the moon you've taken clips from it? That's, that's
1: something else that's, oh, that's on...
0: something else.
1: Okay. Oh god, what's that movie called? I know what you're talking about uh, that's about like psychiatrists in the Alps oh god yeah, that's like a weird fucking, I'm gonna think about that a second, um okay. That's a totally different movie. No, uh, fuck. I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. That's that's a really interesting. The whole rabbit hole in itself. Uh, no, what was I talking about? Was Black Moon? Oh, Black Moon. I put it up on our the sync book Vimeo page. If you're interested, I found this. I did this pairing with Pink Floyd using animals and also using some of, uh, dark side. And it's really like the, right. The movie's called black moon. It's dark side of the moon. And, um, I wasn't able to export the version. Like my computer was dying so I wasn't able to export the version where like I was able to ride the volume a little more carefully, mm-hmm. but I was able to get one where it's basically like just the volumes up on both at the same time. Yeah. And it's phenomenal. Like, cool. the ways check which, it out. like yeah, certain things that are done on screen or whatever. And um, when those sorts of things happen where it's like, you know, we're always doing something. Where you're re- totally replacing the soundtrack to a movie,
0: dude. But you when don't you know, really know how to... brilliant your know, fucking one flew over the cuckoo's nest one is, <laughs> I'm glad
1: you like that. Yeah.
0: Dude, have you seen it with the volume in between the vocals?
1: Uh no, I don't think so.
0: So I uploaded that because you fucking you you suggested doing that, and it it's it's really something special where it goes, dude.
1: Yeah, I it's with the volume, I'm... yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. Anyway, I'm sorry. It's just, no, I it's just
1: to it, say, like, yeah, if there's something when you, now you're getting an alignment in three levels, you know, instead of just the audio visual alignment, you're getting an audio audio visual yes. alignment. That feels extra special when those land like that. Yeah.
0: So um, there's a movie called A Dark Song where they do the mill and the Mage ritual. And it's almost completely accurate. It's inc- insane that they made this movie. And it's this guy's first movie that he's ever done. Uh, it might be his only movie still. I don't know. I sent it to him, the director, because he's not that big or whatever. But if you take... So I didn't even put together that it was um, an Irish film. But I paired it with Aphex Twins album, Drux. It's the It's the exact same length. But... You can leave both volumes up the entire time and never do they conflict, including to the point where it's literally beat matching for long periods, beat matching. I'm like, what the fuck? It's insane. By the way, watching a movie where they they were, they enact the fucking Abramilla and the mage working is pretty amazing, dude.
1: I mean, I can imagine. I mean, that's, you know, like seeing things where it's like, oh, this is.
0: <laughs> it's vogue. This, this, You're this is. going to take re- the esoteric and make it mainstream. That's great. Yeah.
1: Well, and, you know, and I get, I get the impulse. I think it's, you know. I don't think. It just as you said at the very beginning, come full circle here, you said that the. Um, the usage of the same symbols doesn't imply a unity of intention. Right. Right. We're just using the same, we're using the same archetypes to paint a very different spell. Um, I think that's a clear distinction to make. I think there's a, it's, it's when an artist uses it in a film or whatever, it doesn't necessarily have the same, not necessarily, anyway, had the same implication for me.
0: Yeah. That's that's one of the only examples where I can leave the volume up for the entirety. Because there's not lyrics, you know what I mean? Yeah. I want people to catch the lyrics. I don't want to mess with that.
1: Well, so this, the movie Black Moon has very little in the way of dialogue. So it's sort of the opposite. Mm, like Aria. <sighs> kind of.
0: Aria yeah. came out the same day and year as... Um, um, who's the guy who got caught in the bathroom stall in L.A. or whatever with the the, the gay Hugh thing? Hugh Grant? Oh, PD No, that, that wasn't a bathroom stall, I don't uh-huh. think.
1: But uh, George Michael. I don't George know. Michael.
0: So George Michael's album with his fucking, the hit song, what was that? It's not Faith. Like
1: the Faith album?
0: Yeah, Faith. So Faith came out oh, and here is that's Aria.
1: That's a great fucking album.
0: Yeah, Aria and that are fucking, they're like the same... They're, like, the same thing. <laughs> it's bizarre. <laughs> but you gotta have faith.
1: Yeah, what is, um... Uh, yeah, that's a... But yeah, um,
0: with very little dialogue. And they have esoteric significance, you know? Yeah. Love it.
1: I'm trying to find you
0: missing... Another album and film that actually beat match together uh, is, um... Dee Antbird's... Oh, I can't remember what it's called, Donker, something, whatever. And um, Lucy with Scarlett Johansson. That's fucking tight. All
1: right. I found what I wanted to send you. All right. I'm fading so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know.
0: It's just, uh, it won't, yeah. been a while. And,
1: uh, I Yeah, I know, I know. I really appreciate you, um... Like, so just to be real with you, I mean, I had this, um, the, the power outage, which is just, like I said, five, 10 minutes, but it was enough to like send my mind spinning of like,
0: Oh yeah. And you, you work know. in a bar. I got to go to work tomorrow actually.
1: Oh really? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Cause I'm, I'm in a cl- closed off space. There's nobody but me and my boss. And so, yeah, I'm, it's, I just go, I go straight from home. To work, and I get to stretch stuff and do things,
1: yeah gotcha, yeah, well, um anyway, just to say i appreciate. i sort of was just looking to talk to a friendly voice uh so that I wouldn't let my m- mind spin into <laughs> paranoia, you know,
0: oh yeah, no, I keep you from paranoia, I'm sure.
1: You do, actually, because you sound crazy as shit, and then I'm reminded <laughs> to pull my ass back. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I know, it's, it's like when we're talking about the, I think talking about the ritualistic aspect in a um, in a different term. It's funny because there's, there's a few comments on YouTube to my video where like, it's funny because I'm laying up this kind of this conspiracy theory, and then I'm like, or this could just be how the universe works. And people are like, what the fuck? This is clearly a conspiracy, you know? And it's like, where is well, the line? Yeah, where is the going? line? Where's yeah, it? because it's like some, it's in the, the reason, it's reason the I include in my a purse, yeah, like undoubtedly, there is a there is an intentional there's an intentionality in parts of this. And then there's also all these, like, reverberations of the same energetic throughout the Matrix. So, you know, did uh, Donald Trump plan for this woman to jump into the lion pit at the fucking Bronx Zoo? Right. Probably not. No, yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, that woman seems like she's on some legit shit.
0: Right. That's what I was saying about Philippe Petit and uh, fucking... um... Uh, that kid, you're like, dude, this is too perfect. You're like enacting the ritual. That's why it's the fool. Yeah. You know?
1: Well, man, I really appreciate you. And, uh, I, uh, we want to, if you're around, I would still like to do this thing Sunday with everybody.
0: Yeah. Um. well, let, let's, let's shoot for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, Supposing I have power. (laughs) Right. right, right. Well, don't even even
1: put that thought back out there. I'm not, I'm like, I haven't heard of anyone else having that issue. And like, there was a storm here, but it wasn't
0: that bad. Right. A storm is coming. I thought it was going to be Stormy Daniels.
1: (laughs) Well, that was it. Man, oh god, this is a whole other tangent. This is a fucking scary tangent. But like what are we looking at these QAnon fuckheads and what they're saying? Not not only is it like dumb dumb as shit, but it it shows it shows the hunger for this authoritarian like they want this to be some crystal knocked thing.
0: Yes. They're yeah, like, oh. just like the people wanted fucking twenty twelve to be the fucking end times,
1: right? They're like, oh, under the guise of you know quarantine, they're gonna round up all the fucking pedophiles and liberals <laughs> and you know all the enemies of the state and you know, it's like how you authoritarian boot looking son of a bitch, like what what part of you is getting. Like you, you are seeing this as a moment of justice, and it's like, it's terrifying. Like, because then you're, you're, you know, there's already the paranoia of like, oh, would someone in the government do something like that though? Yeah. And then, right? And then you have all these people on the internet who are the conspiracy theorists going, "Gee, I sure hope that's what's happening. I really hope." that these secret arrests are taking place under the guise of a global pandemic psyop. I really hope that's... The, it's like, are you fucking mad?
0: Right. Well, how do you get a Marine to attribute a gun as though it's his phallus and for a kill to be the equivalent of getting late? Yeah. Because you know what? It's the same fucking thing. And in mm-hmm. World War I, they couldn't get people to fire at each other. They'd fire up high, or they'd fire away, or they wouldn't fire at all. And they were like, how do we get people to fucking do this? And they're like, oh, fucking go after their, um, you know, use their libido. You have to attribute the libido to the thing. And so people, when they get, they're like, they're doing the thing where like, when you go into the esoteric, when you go into the occult, but the occult is like prescribed for them. So you have this like very engineered occultism. And the, it's the same reason why we fucking, the first thing we could print was the religious text. And then you're like, and then first thing we could film was sex. It's because you want to basically create a kind of um, not truly like like ecstatic and, you know, like lust can mean different things, as Crowley described in the Book of Thoth, you know, where it's like what, in what way you're re- relating to yourself and to others. And, you know. Yeah,
1: what is the nature of ecstasy? Is
0: it orgasmic? Is it... Uh... Right, because they're literally getting off on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the fucking pedophile thing too. All the people who are like, "Oh, good, it, this fucking pedophile, this pedophile." It's like, do part, part, part of that. Um, not just shit that's going on. I don't know what I'm not saying they're not, but it's uh, in all. It's everybody's fucking. You know, uh, involved in different ways, in different, you know, circumstances that they've lived. Like we like. The the way that people are relating to it because of Epstein, are like, if someone's in Epstein's book, they're like, this is a pedophile. It's like, no, dude, this is someone fucking Epstein knew. You know, he knew a lot of people. Um, the who's what and what's where and how's how and everything. It's like you don't necessarily know all of this. So the the fucking the crazy mob thing just it weirds me out, man. Like and the, like the fact that like a lot like a lot of these groups that are going into the the pedophile shit, they're like oddly like getting off on it. Some of them, not all of them, but some of them. But some of them are for sure. Yeah. yeah, I see that. I totally see that. Yeah. And also that like righteous indignation of like, I'm not, you know, it's the the shadow, you know, and people are like at war with their own shadow and they're externalizing that and it's total full metal jacket where you get to the, you get to the end and you're like, oh, here's the enemy. Oh, it's a woman. Oh shit. You know, hardcore, (laughs) you know, (laughs) Yeah. The Shakina, you know, you've been relating to something as though it's as though Lilith is all there is, you know. Oh, when was the last time you saw the movie Serious Man? Uh, I've seen it many times. It's one of my favorites.
1: Do you equate the tornado at the end of the film with Shakina as the pillar of cloud?
0: Um, I actually I've considered that. I also relate to it as the whirlwind from the book of Ezekiel. Which would act, mm-hmm. which would make a lot of sense, considering everything else in the film with the with the boy, with the money with the with the bully, mm-hmm. you know? mm-hmm. and then they're confronted with each other, and it just in that moment it shows how meaningless their whole feud is, and so their feud becomes symbolic of like all of our feud, like here it is at a mi- most microcosm level you could you know um you could you could uh, express. So yeah, when he's when he sees so the whirlwind of Ezekiel is actually related to the levels of the cleat boat, because he moves through these four different levels before, you know, like to get the the wheels within the wheels and all that. I can't mm-hmm, remember exactly mm-hmm. how it goes. But there's two different main schools of Kabbalah. There's the Genesis school and then there's the Ezekiel school. And the the two can meet, but they're, you know, they're they're coming from different, different perspectives. And so um uh, yeah these are the these are the members of the airplane. Mhm mhm. And so you're like Well that I've seen
1: that before you're saying windmill. But... Yeah. left like
0: yeah, yeah. the airplane. It's the plane of air, you know. And then he names the members and then you're like just like in the book of Ezekiel the people interpret it to be naming the boat, which are also reflected in the genesis school of the first 42 letters of bereshit. When they go, when they get to, um, what is it? Void and emptiness. There's, there's four different words that are used: chaos or whatever. When we translate it to English or whatever, I don't remember what all the Hebrew is, but uh, they relate it to the um, the four sections of a of a nut. And so there's there's what's enshrouding the actual emanated flow. What is the essence of the thing, and it obscures that. And so in the film, you're looking at a breakdown of all of those layers of the of the cleat boat. And for him to say, you know, these are the members of the airplane. Now you're you basically he's he's said, here's the here's the intellect. Here it is in your in your culture where you think he's telling the kid, oh, you're looking at me like I'm this bit scary esoteric. You're like, it's mysterious, you know, and he's like, hey. Even in your pop culture is the is this thing that we 're looking at here, like he gets that easily he's like, "Oh, what are the members of the airplane? You know what I mean <laughs> this is, yeah oh yeah yeah
1: yeah i I totally i think like, yeah, and they make the point that he's a very wise man, right, but uh I remember why I was thinking of this because um the sto- the storm. Right, to this this coming storm. So, um, literally, uh, in that movie, the storm starts, you mentioned that it's when the kid is confronting the bully with the money. Mm -hmm. But it really starts, the scene just before, is when he changes the grade. Yes. And I was thinking of that in terms of the golem. Of changing truth and death, he changed the truth.
0: Right. I've had the same thought actually. Yes.
1: Yeah, and I was okay. So I was wondering if there was other. I know that Golem sort of motif is is really common. I wasn't sure if I don't know if there was sort of more.
0: There's a lot. I mean, the the guy that the fact that the guy was cheating with cards who did the meticula or meticulous or whatever
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: he's working on all this Kabbalah and then killing it at a card game. Why? Because 52 cards. It's the tarot deck minus the major arcana and four of the Royals. Correct. And, yeah. And so how is he able to translate it? It actually makes perfect sense that you could be able to do that if you went far enough with understanding all of that, you know, because um, it's the most basic, you know, but the fact that he would use that for on that level to gain wealth and then the fact that he gets arrested for the anality, you know, and so it's um, it, it basically the, the whole film to me and the Big Lebowski does the same thing has satires on the state of Israel and Zionism as a um enshroudment of the of the essential emanation. And so with the Big Lebowski, they do it in the scene where he's like, there's a few places. There, I would love to do a video with this. I recommend you do a video with this, um, where when they're in the the bowling alley and you look behind um, John Goodman, he has, there's a bowling ball that says, Holy Star. I did say Holly Star, but I think it's Holy Star. And uh, you can know still the eight point is outside of the thing. The star thought he's not a star, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's when he pulls out the dog, and it's a Pomeranian or whatever, and he's like, "Why are you taking care of the dog?" And he's like, "Well, it's Cynthia's dog or whatever," and he's like, "But you know, <laughs> he's taking care of her dog just like he's still a Jew," and he's like, "I converted to Judaism when I married Cynthia," and it's like, he's like, "What? You, you turn your library card? You stop being Jewish, you know?" Um, and then you have uh, fucking Jesus comes up, and he's like. This is maybe another scene, but the same spot. He's like, what is this day of rest shit? Don't matter to Jesus. Because, of course, the Sabbath doesn't matter to Jesus. Right. You know, and then he's wearing the purple and you're like the purple, red and blue, purple being serious, the middle pillar. But then he's eight year olds, dude. It's the same thing that they did in serious man with the guy with the fucking rest stop or wherever he got caught, you know? they're playing on this thing of the, of the, of the, the, the perversion. And then they're associating that with the bizarro. What the clipboard are is the opposite of Tetragrammaton. So they mirror Tetragrammaton, but they do it in a twisted way. It's Crowley's other name, you know, not his other name, but the other, mm. instead of all and Lamed flanking the name where it's spelled, it's L is, is bookending, you know, L, the abbreviation for code, so, that like, Yeah. That's interesting. Is
1: this- uh, I'm showing to understand what would be the uh, purpose of of perverting it in that sense in in the in the portrayal of it. Is it like demonizing the unity of the two pillars? It's sh-
0: it's showing the nature of when you when you're when you're doing something in a, in a in a left hand path. You're 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 re- relating to something that would like you don't could have a baby through anality. People do can do what they do. I got no beef with that. I'm not judging that. Uh, it's just a fact that you don't produce the child sure, through sure. the act. There's what is the point? Oh, it's just strictly this, you know. Um, and so it's it the clipo that are mirroring. So everything is is the opposite. So in the same way with, you know, with J- Jesus, with eight-year-olds, that's a statement. It's basically what that scene is when Jesus walks, walks when um, John Turturro walks up to John Goodman and the folks and he's like, what is this day of rest shit? That's literally the Catholic church walking up to Zionism because he converted to Judaism and he's violent as all hell. He's a Vietnam guy. So he's like yeah. the war of, of Israel
1: the colonialist warrior yeah yeah
0: so he's like he's that he's america and israel at the same time and so he he's like it's like the church walking up to what's become of judaism not actual judaism but
1: yeah yeah John got
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you follow me walter yeah yeah so yeah check. yeah and so, um, but there's but there's another thing too when he says the the it's like Lennon said, and he's talking about <laughs> you know, Lennon, I can't remember how to say what is it, it, it? Um the but he's he's like uh Steve Buscemi on the other side being like, I'm the walrus, I'm the walrus, and he's like, No, wrong Lennon or whatever. And there's a sign behind his head, behind Walter's head that says fucking hit the head
1: hit the and head okay,
0: okay and he says fucking the walrus he's saying john lennon and he's like hit the head you know it's there's it's, uh something fucking crazy going on because you look over there and you're like the holy star he's got the dog you got the dog you got this dog with the star dog star serious jesus walks up wearing purple serious he's jesus he's the messiah book of isaiah you know what I'm saying? You get where I'm going with Yeah, that? I tell totally you, get it. I tell totally you. Yeah, get it. but every everything's not that; it's something else. You know, and that's that's the that's the kicker. You're not looking at the thing in and of itself. You're looking at the shell. So here's how it's going to express itself. You know. Hmm. repression sublimation when you repress something it ends up sublimating into something else and so and sure enough eight-year-olds and and fucking you know the rest stops
1: yeah
0: Yeah. it's hard to talk about that without being you know without sounding like a uh (laughs) <laughs> the pedophile one is easy because everyone's like, oh, fuck those people, you know, but when you go, it's like people got so upset with Kevin Spacey, you know, and I can understand why. Super inappropriate. And at the same time, you know, I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, you know, he uh, he admits to being gay. People got really upset about that. And I'm like, have, have people not seen what what gay porn is actually like? Because when Amy lived in the Castro and she, we had this you know movie place that we'd go to to rent videos. And they had, like, a lot of porn because it's a Castro video store. And they would have, like, porn playing when you go in there. I was like, wow, men get really fucking aggressive with each other in this. Like, because male on male is like, it can be really something, you know. And I'm like, all the people, like, you know, saying, you know, who are saying, like, you know, for the gays are like, don't, don't. Kevin Spacey, don't fucking, you know, we've been fighting to not have it look this <laughs> way. And then. To not uh, have what? well that you've been fighting for gay rights and all this you know and i, I have no i have no qualms with that you know that in- the intensity that happens and it's not my my thing you know it's not my bag but it's if you want to watch fucking male and male so they're like oh look at the things that came out around Kevin space and i'm like do they not realize that that's like how men generally like you know like he, maybe it works for him 8 out of 10 times you know what i mean It's like Um, it's hard to talk talk about it without sounding like I'm excusing it because I'm not because let me qualify it's inappropriate and at the same time the thing there though that's crazy is the fucking house of cards he's basically on his way to being president in the show or whatever and he goes to bohemian grove and fucking you know trump has never been to bohemian grove from what I understand and he's like you know, upset that he never got invited to the party or whatever. But isn't it weird that we're holding the actor to the higher standard uh, mm-hmm. than the actual guy that's like, he's playing a part representing. And then even that it's called fucking House of Cards.
1: House of Cards, yeah, I know. Oh, man. You know, like,
0: the cards, the arcana. He's at Bohemian Grove. The whole thing with um, Alex Jones. Being one of the you know who got the whole alternative media to go along with like okay this is a, now we have a genuine variable this is the guy and you're like dude you're fucking against everybody George Bush Obama fucking whatever and now you're like telling us this and I'm like dude he filmed fucking Bohemian Grove with oh. um, with what's his name who's the guy who was who did his own documentary also um,
1: yeah it's the British guy um... yeah
0: who eventually. Down the road would be the only man in the world with complete access to all of Kubrick's ar- archives for a period of time, which is evidenced in his documentary, in Kubrick's Boxes. Correct. And so isn't it well, odd then well, that R- Eyes R- Wide Johnson. Shut would be R- released a year to the day prior to the um the infiltration of Bohemian Grove by Alex Jones. Um, is his name
1: Johnson something John Ronson. John Ron I John, John Ronson. Oh, not Ron Johnson, but John Ronson. I believe so. I said Ron Johnson.
0: Ron John. I have a friend named Ron John. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So um, yeah. Um, so it's just it's a it's a peculiar point that you're like you have the closest representation in a film to an elite ritual party, yeah, and you know. then you have the actual infiltration of a elite ritual party here to the day with the guy who would have access to Kubrick's archives with speaking to the golden bow. That's why that's significant because of Kubrick's obsession with the golden bow meeting, um, you know, what happens at Bohemian Grove, which is a twist. It's the other name version of this wheel that you just showed me in one of those previous pictures, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but instead of it going, it's like, it's funny that you said the counterclockwise, clockwise thing. Cause I'm thinking about that. I'm like, Oh, cause basically the whole thing of like the ritual in reverse, where instead of killing the king, you're killing the outsider fool who would challenge the king. And that's what we've been seeing over and over again, being ritualized.
1: Right. We're not actually letting the fool take over, we're not letting it happen. So I guess, you know, the thought, well, well maybe, maybe, um, I do feel like, again, it's just these weird symbolics because with Obama was basically the, I don't mean this like in a, racist way, but there's the racial overtone of like him being the the slave made king, right? Mm-hmm. Um that like the idea of him as the first black president is like this elevation of like, oh, this rags to riches, like, okay, it's this overcoming, it's this whatever. So that literally is like the slave made king, which is Integral to the the golden bough story, and then I feel like with Trump, it's like the fool made king, right? It's this, um, it's it's still like the quote unquote fresh blood of right. uh, the 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 whole point of having a slave become the king was that this is really bringing a new energetic. It it is the revolution, right. and it allows for the energy to. Be, be, be renewed. Well, uh, he's
0: still he's still it. I mean, he he is that archetype. Correct. But he is that archetype being reflected with every all the corruption that we've put off, like mm-hmm. that we've put mm-hmm. off holding accountable.
1: Well, so right, so with like Obama not
0: holding well. Dick Cheney yeah. and fucking all of that shit, all those well, people accountable for war crimes, we end up here.
1: Yeah, so that's what I was saying. Like, these these rituals are done half-assed because Obama is in... He is symbolically the slave-made king, mm-hmm. but in reality, he's just another rich politician playing the part, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Trump gets to play the fool and the outsider, but in reality, he's just another rich politician playing the part. So these... The symbolism is on point, but the your rituals are empty and ineffective and ineffective and and if your, you look your at rituals ritual,
0: are are fake and American.
1: Yeah, 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 and they're they're not they're not. Satisfying the old gods, (laughs) Mm -hmm. word.
0: Because in order to satisfy the old gods, you need a genuine sacrifice. And if Wayne, what it is that you're giving up for the sacrifice, then it's not a real sacrifice. Correct. Real sacrifice has to come with the with the real intent. You know. And they can
1: offer up. They can offer up some of the populace. But again, it's it's the infrastructure. It is the power structure. That is that is being demanded to be sacrificed, and that's why I was saying at the end of Wickerman uh, when he said, "Next year the crops still aren't going to grow, and then the, you have to fucking be sacrificed. Your own people have to." And then here we are in election year. Here are all these things where it's like you see the politicians willing to let people get hurt for their benefit. And what comes of that is there does there come a point for a real sacrifice and probably the only thing that would hold off some pitchfork fucking demand for real sacrifice is some sort of jubilee some sort of buyout you have to include you have to bribe the populace to be part of your ritual
0: (laughs) right how are we gonna give them incentive to take to take part to play the role yeah yeah
1: it's interesting. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also it's almost 7
0: a.m. here, man. I, yeah. I, I'm it's it's so almost fast. 4 a.m. here. So, yeah, I'll let you go, man. But thank you so much. Yeah, Yeah,
1: thank you. I really appreciate you talking to me tonight. And I'll talk to you in the uh, next few days. I guess we'll talk on Sunday, right? All right, man. Cool.
0: All right. Have a great night. You too.
1: Peace. Peace.